Hi, this is Sports Director Mark Daniels. Welcome to the Green and Gold CampCast, a podcast covering everything associated with the 2018 Green Bay Packers training camp. Good morning, folks. Good morning. Welcome to Green Bay, Wisconsin. Welcome to training camp. Let's get after this. Here we go. Let's go. Come on. It starts here. Thousands of fans converge on Lambeau Field for training camp every summer, and one of the first people they run into are the training camp greeters on every street corner, leading them to Ray Nitschke Field. A lot of excitement building as Packer camp continues, but it's been a painful week for the Packers. They lost linebacker Jake Ryan to a serious knee injury on Monday night. Lost for the season. Kentrell Bryce, who had assumed the starting safety role, now that Morgan Burnett is a Pittsburgh Steeler, he went down with an ankle injury on Monday, but wasn't as bad as he had feared, and he should be able to return, hopefully in time for the start of the regular season. But camp is about finding the top 53 players for a regular season roster. And one of the healthy players entering his 12th year has some kids as part of his operation. 33-year-old Mason Crosby now dealing with two young long snappers, draft choice Hunter Bradley out of Mississippi State and free agent Zach Triner. He also has a rookie holder in draft choice, punter J.K. Scott. In two field goal periods so far in training camp, Crosby's been on the money. He went seven out of eight both days. Both misses were from long range. And in both instances, Bradley was the holder. This week, he had one a little bit low and off target. Last week, it was a little bit high. So I ran into Mason in the locker room and uh, asked him how the operation is going and how he's looking forward to yet another NFL season with the Pack. Uh, you know, pretty good. I think... Uh... We're farther along than we were at this time last year, which is solid. Um, you know, still just trying to eliminate that kind of that one, that one timing mistake. Uh, you know, so we're just uh, you know, we had one in both uh, both periods these last couple times, and that's you know that's just part of the deal. Um, you know, I feel like when we're on, it's really good, and then uh, we just you know continue to work consistency and uh, and be sharp every time. All right, you're rotating the snappers, uh, but JK's handling the holding. He had, you know, he's done it before. Yeah, you know, and it's, you know, the stuff that's kind of interesting as we're, you know, getting all right, young guys, new guys all the time is, uh, is kind of my side of things. Just so okay, remembering like some of the things, not, not, not that I take for granted, but some of the things that it's like, that's been there. Okay, let's let's work process. Let's work, uh, you know, just kind of the going on the field and like doing, you know, like how does the rhythm of our operation, how is it going to look? So just kind of, we've been doing a lot of that throughout, uh, throughout the practices, just on our own time of just getting lining up, you know, timing, what does, what does all that look like and making sure that we're all on the same page. Cause that's going to make me more comfortable if I can just trust, okay, here's how, here's how the operation is going to look in front of me before even the ball is snapped. And then, uh, and then we can just free I mean, it up. That goes to everything to getting JK to get the spot touchdown all of that stuff yeah, you know getting a lot of details really. yeah so many years in how do you get yourself ready for another season you know uh gosh i'm i'm excited about this one it's uh yeah you know just a long off season you know a little too long for us and uh i've uh you know, i've just felt good with my body of work and uh you know i'm just i'm excited to to start rolling uh, it's it's always great getting back and seeing how the team starts uh, coming together here in training camp and uh yeah i mean it's it's going on year 12 and uh you know i've never never been more excited about uh, another opportunity any way you're 
physically better than you've been in past years? Because I can imagine every year you kick, you're mentally strong. Yeah, you know, and I think, honestly, how, how the ball's flying right now, um, you know, this early in camp, I, I like how I'm making contact. I like how I'm striking it. Um, you know, we'll continue to, you know, build on that and grow on that and, uh, you know, continue to be fine consistency every day. But, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think I just get more and more efficient every year on just, uh, you know, my workload, my, you know, how much am I going to do every practice, how much am I going to do leading up to it. And, uh, and then, like you said, the, the mental side of it on, uh, you know, just – just making sure that I don't uh, I don't put too much pressure on every single you know every single moment every single practice and making sure that I'm I'm working through those steps and uh, and building towards the season because you know then you know times when I was young it's like you want to be ready the day one of camp but uh, I want to be sharp but I want to I want to have you know progression throughout. Well, I think the culmination of that what you're talking about was those two kicks in Dallas when you had to go back to back. Yeah, you know that yeah. was about as severe a mental test as you can go through. Yeah, exactly. And that's, uh, you know, that's kind of how I take every every day, every practice. And, uh, you know, I, I do a good job of just, you know, taking notes, journaling that and making sure that, uh, that I can reflect back on things, but also, you know, create, you know, kind of the new season, the new uh, experience every time. And, uh, and yeah, I've, I've just done a great job of that every off season, you know, these last uh, five or six years, just really, you know, flushing, you know, flushing things from the, the year before, uh, good, bad, making sure that, uh, that that I know what my goals are, what I'm uh, what I'm trying to achieve, and then uh, working towards that. One last thing for me. You're an observant sort. Give me a sense of all of the change that's gone on here since January and where you are. I know it's only a week in a camp or so, but just how this whole new collection has come together, coaches, front office players. Yeah, you know, there's a there's a sense of urgency. I think uh, you know you, you got got a lot of fresh faces, a lot of new people in the building, and uh, you know it's some of it. You know, there are growing pains trying to learn everybody's learn tendencies, learn how people act, and uh, you know things like that. But it's uh, I, I think I think the group of guys in this locker room, uh, from what I've seen with the with the other coaches, um, just hearing our coordinators speak, uh, you know, at the beginning of camp, and uh, just just feeling the excitement of what that's going to bring. Um, you know, it's. Uh, it, it's unfortunate how you know how last year ended, and uh, you know, but uh, but I, I think there is a lot of excitement and a lot of energy in this building right now, and uh, and you can feel it. You can feel guys flying around on the practice field, and uh, you know, we we have a we have a good balance of veteran and, and young guys right now in this in this locker room. Thanks, Mason. Yep. That's 33-year-old Mason Crosby, the pack's all-time leading scorer. He should easily climb over 1,400 points for his career this season. Well, the career of Packers general manager Brian Gutekunst is just getting started. He was promoted in January to succeed Ted Thompson after 13 years. Thompson now the senior personnel consultant. Gutekunst has delivered his first draft class to the Packers. He has signed several veteran free agents to his roster. And he'll be the one who decides who becomes a part of the 53-man regular season that Mike McCarthy will take into battle next month. Gouda Kuhn says then it'll be back to what he enjoys most, scouting. Brian has reorganized his entire scouting staff. And this week, at his first news conference of training camp, talked about his passion and what makes a good scout, like his newly promoted national scout, veteran Sam Seal. Yeah, so Sam's just going to cover more area, yeah, more all across the country kind of uh, – you know, he'll get out of some of the real small schools that maybe he used to go to and, and uh, kind of fish where the bigger fish are, so to speak, you know. So he'll be kept covering. He'll come further east than he's ever come before. Uh, he'll be part of uh, different parts of the year where he'll come back here where he maybe would have stayed on the road. So 
he'll be a, a big part of what we're doing. Will he still be based in California? He will. He'll, he'll live in California, but he's, he'll be he'll be here more than he ever has been. Ryan, will Ted's role continue as it did last year? So. Yep. Well, you know, his uh, his role won't change. You know, he's still gonna. <clears throat> be heavy on the evaluation side of things for me and certainly I mean just even the last couple of weeks just as scenarios pop up just kind of bouncing things off them you know how did he look at this how do you you know what when these things happen what were your thoughts those kind of things so he's still here in the same role he's been in. Brian you guys have a couple of young scouts that are going out I think to do colleges for the first time mm -hmm. on a full-time basis uh, what do you remember about that first year out on the road and what's important for those guys as they yeah. continue to learn? Back way back when I did it, I remember getting off the road saying, "I can't wait to start again because now I got this thing figured out." You know, it takes a while, but uh, there's a little bit more advantages these guys have. They're not uh, dealing with you know uh, big thick atlases trying to figure out where they're going. You know, they got to, there's a little bit more tools uh, than I had when I started. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think um, there's a lot of excitement. I think it takes a little while. Every scout kind of does it his own way, and I think it takes a little while to to kind of figure out what that is. Um, you know, it's it's been really good to see the you know John Eric Sullivan's and the Matt Malaspinas and the, the older guys, Sam Seals, like sitting down with these guys, going over their schedules and stuff because there's so much experience between those guys. And uh, but yeah, I think it's um, you learn a lot in those first couple months, and you can usually get to the middle of October and you, you know, whatever mistakes you made, you kind of realize okay, now it's time to time to get it done these next two months and before we kind of get off the road. Um, but I do remember, I think. Uh, this was again, we used to send our reports in on a floppy disk back when I started, okay? So, but I remember being, you know, again, there was, we didn't have cell phones either when I first started. So I think I was on the road for about three weeks to a month. And uh, I've been all through the Northeast, you know, looking at players, giving a bunch of free agent grades, seventh round grades. And then I went and watched um, Maryland play Florida State like in the opener or second game of the year. And I remember that night going back and switching most of those 5-0 free agent grades to uh, reject for grades after I saw Florida State's guys out there. So <laughs> you learn a lot. Um, uh, and, you know, like I said, it's uh, you're, you're on your own, you know, and you've got to make decisions every day to kind of how, you know, how you're going to do it. So um, I think it's uh, I think those guys, I know they'll enjoy it because it's, uh, um, it's still one of my favorite times being out on the road and kind of doing that stuff. So I know they'll enjoy it. And uh, we feel really, really about those guys. We're excited for them. Relationship building's just got to be really huge for those guys. Yes. Right. Yeah, and that's, you know, as we transition some of these guys into their new roles, that's what's so good about having Sam Seal. Like, you know, Luke Banuska's taking over the West, right? Well, Sam's going to go out and be with them on the road for a while, introduce them to people. Uh, same thing in this, you know, in some of the other areas. Matt's going to go out and uh, John Eric's going to go out with these guys. Kind of get a, you know get them started. Um, I was really fortunate because my dad had coached so long, and with my last name being so common, uh, people would ask, and, and uh, I had a lot of contacts that way. And uh, but that's the relationship part of it is everything. Um, talent evaluation uh, comes over time. You know, guys get better at it as they, as they do it over time. That takes time, but the relationship part of it is really really important to what we do. Finding out the wiring of each an individual player whether, before we bring them to the Packers is a really important thing. And these guys um, have more knowledge about that than anybody. Our scouts on the road. So, did you develop a kind of a strategy with those atlases then over time to be able to? I'll just say when we moved from North Carolina to Wisconsin, I think my wife found about twelve of them in the basement from different because I'd always lose it, and then somewhere in the house, and then have to buy a new one while I was on the road and uh, bring them home. So, yeah. <laughs> well, it, it was one of those things. <clears throat> It was different, you know. Now we have GPSs and we have all the addresses typed in, and guys just click a button; it takes them right to where they need to go and everything. But back then, I can remember multiple times stopping at convenience stores trying to figure out where the practice fields were, 
talking to someone who had no idea, and I'm just asking about, well, where are the lights? The lights, you know, you know and trying to figure that out. So it's a, it was definitely a different time. And, you know, showing up at 8.30 to a school call, uh, you know, the, the where's lunch and that kind of stuff, you know, it was never fun. So, but that, I think with all the new technology, it's, those things have been eliminated, so. You get them all signed up for Marriott yet? Oh, that's, yeah, believe me. Yeah, like you couldn't, yeah. I don't have to even mention it. You know, they're all platinum by now in the first year, so, yeah. <laughs> Nothing like beating the bushes for talent. And finally, Training Camp always brings members of the national media to Green Bay for a peek at the Packers. And I recently visited with one of my favorites from the NFL Network. Welcome back to the Green and Gold Campcast. I'm Mark Daniels at Nitschke Field. And one of the best parts of training camp, at least for me, is not just watching practice because I've seen a million of them, but bumping into colleagues and uh, even friends. And Stacey Deals of the NFL Network certainly qualifies on both counts. Welcome back. Uh, it's always so much fun to come here, Mark, and see guys like you uh, who hold it down. <laughs> I don't think, do people re even realize how long you've been doing this? Uh, yeah, they do. I get that. <laughs> I get that often, actually. But uh, you know, it's just uh, I'm a Green Bay kid. You're like a legend. Kid. You're a legend. No, I don't go that far. But um, you know, I'm a Green Bay kid. I used to yeah. come to practice when I was a kid. Got mm -hmm. the autographs. I had to do the bike thing. But yeah. Uh, and now you're doing it. You know, for a career. It's it's been kind of fun. It's amazing. You know, I've, this is my tenth year in the NFL, and there's never a dull moment. I'm so in gratitude all the time because we cover a sport that we love and. To be quite honest with you, you know, going to different training camps throughout the years and being a, you know, national reporter, if you will, you get to see everything, and this camp is by far my favorite. Um, it's it, 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 I just there's so, so much nostalgia and tradition here, uh, it, and it starts with Dream Drive. The guys coming over on bikes. I mean, we talk about it and we see it on TV, but it really is humbling when I look at those players and see them with the kids, and you know. Every now and then there's a player who doesn't want to sign an autograph in this, this world we live in. But when you see them riding over the Packers, you know, signing autographs and riding the bikes, this is what training camp is all about in Green Bay. All right, well, let's talk about this Packer okay. team. There's the adage, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But <laughs> a bad break to number 12 uh, brought a lot of fix-ups for this organization. How do the folks, you know, on the outside and other necessarily that are here every day view the changes that were made, not only the front office with Brian Gutekunst succeeding Ted, mm -hmm. but Mike McCarthy going out and bringing in Mike Pettin, bringing back Joe Philbin, and kind of, as he said on several occasions, almost feels like year one starting all over. It And it almost feels like that from the outside coming in. Um, you mentioned the changes. You know, everybody's feeling the heat. You don't go to the playoffs for the first time in 2000, since 2008. I, here's the thing, though, Mark, is, is these people are spoiled, okay? Mike McCarthy's in, what, year 13. Aaron Rodgers is, what, 14? Something like that. It's nuts how good this franchise has been for so long. You don't go to the playoffs because Aaron Rodgers misses nine games last year. Okay, so what do you do? You go out and you get Mike Pettin, who's your defensive coordinator, who is sort of reinvigorating and reinventing this defense. A lot's going to change. I think it's going to look very different. We talked about it yesterday. Then, then you bring back Joe Philbin, who has the steadying force over this offense, and he will have that, and he's tight with Aaron Rodgers, so that's a great relationship. And then you look at your backup quarterbacks, and, and if Aaron's hurt in a game or two, you have to have a great backup quarterback system. So you bring in Deshaun Kaiser to compete with Brett Hundley, who knows the offense. That, to me, is the most important battle at camp the backup quarterbacks, and who becomes that guy who's going to back up Aaron Rodgers, who's not invincible, and he gets out of that pocket, you know it. So, it, you know, you want him to stay healthy, but you've got to be prepared for that. 
Offensively, Joe Philbin was the most productive coordinator during his tenure here. That 2011 season was just ridiculous. Uh, but you know, Aaron Aaron had a whole bunch of weapons back then. Uh, whether it was you know, you know, Jordy and Jennings and Jones mm -hmm. and uh, you know Finley up until he got hurt. But now they've brought in Jimmy Graham, Mercedes Lewis. Get rid of Jordy, have a mm -hmm. bunch of young receivers. Uh, how do you see that offense kind of taking shape? I think it's going to take shape because anytime you have Aaron Rodgers, you're going to he's going to make make players good, just like Tom Brady. There's two quarterbacks that can do it the way they do it, um, and it's special. Uh, Devontae Adams to me is a top ten receiver in the league. I mean, he's fantastic and he's evolved. He learned from Jordy Nelson. So, um, and you mentioned Joe Philbin, and and you know I touched on it, but. You know, back in 2011, Aaron Rodgers was the MVP. He set a, a record with like 122.5 passer rating. Good numbers, which, recall. Well, well, you know, I I try to do my homework, <laughs> but um, it, it's gonna it's gonna be an offense that's not gonna look so different, but just gonna add some creativity. I think I, I think we're gonna see them use the running backs that are gonna be competitive. Um, you know, with Ty Montgomery, Aaron Jones. Um, and Williams and Jamal Williams and I, I just see a lot of competition there but always the key you know Mark is health if they can stay healthy the offensive line they're going to get Brian Balaga back for the start of the season after the ACL last November so they have to be good there they have to get the gains when they run it you know um and then Aaron's going to be Aaron, and you've got Randall Cobb. You've got, uh, you know, three rookies you draft at wide receiver. That'll be a fun competition too. And you mentioned health. That's always critical, and it's been the demise of this thing, you know, for the last couple of years, deep into the playoffs, if not NFC Championship games. Mm -hmm. The attrition rate in that secondary has just wiped them out. They were playing with kids at the end, and if it wasn't <laughs> Matt Ryan ripping them up, you know, it, it was other pratfalls, you know. Yep. Uh, you know, Carson Palmer to Larry Fitzgerald. That's got to be the key uh, for this Mike Pettin thing oh, to take totally. Shape. I agree with you 100%. They're touting this defensive front as I watch Mike Daniels um, just charge towards it. Like, what a body. Look yeah. at him. Motor Mike Daniels. He's awesome. Um, but, he, you know, it starts with him up front. You add Mo Wilkerson. Um, you've got Kenny Clark, who came on last year. And, and you're going to, you know, there's a couple young guys, whether it be Dean Lowry or Montrevious Adams, who are going to be stout up front. And then you've got the young secondary. They've got to stay healthy. I love that they brought back uh, Tremont Williams. I mean, we talked about it yesterday. He's an unbelievable locker room guy. He's yeah. a great locker room guy. And you need him because you draft two rookies. Um, you know, you, you see Jair Alexander out here, and he looks fantastic. But how quick can they develop? And what you're expecting from Mike Pettin is... And every year, by the way, he's been a defensive coordinator in this league. He's had a top 10 defense. So he does that, and he, he, he creates these, you know, really interesting pass rush situations for his defenses, and they get after the quarterback. So, you know, and that's what you're going to have to do in this division. This division, I, I don't know your thoughts, but, uh, I mean, you, you've got Minnesota, who's great, with Kirk Cousins. You've got Matthew Stafford, who's great. Um, you know, what are they going to do with their new head coach? Um I mean, Matt Patricia, and, and then the Bears. I've been at Bears camp. Holy cow, that ball's going. Football is just really? flying all over the field right now. We'll find out early. With Bears on opening night, Vikings week two right here. It's amazing, yeah, right? Should be fun. Last thing. Uh, the NFL just has a hard time getting out of its own way sometimes as a league. Uh, they got to be just welcoming football to get back on the field after everything that's been going on in the offseason yep. and all that sort of thing. Would you agree? I do agree. I mean, with the, the anthem protesting and, and, and the 
the conflict that that lives because it's living um, in terms of how how players are going to be disciplined and what players want to do and what stances they want to take. Um, as I look across the board, you have to have a tight-knit organization like the, like the Green Bay Packers do. You want to have all your guys in unison, and you also want to be respectful of the issues that are being presented. And uh, I, I think the best thing for the National Football League, as you alluded to, is to get back to Sundays <laughs> at 12 Mondays, o'clock or Thursdays, 1 o'clock. Yeah. Hey, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, you know? <laughs> Um, and I can't wait. I mean, I just, we wait around the off season. We talk about who's holding out, who's not, who's on the PUP, who's not. At the end of the day, you can only, the proof is in the pudding. My dad always tells me, get on the field and play uh, for three hours and 15 minutes. We're a month away. Stacy, yeah. thanks for the visit. Welcome back it. to town. You're the best. I love it. Anytime. Week three of training camp will take a decidedly more interesting turn as the preseason games are about to begin, starting with the Tennessee Titans, who come to Lambeau Field Thursday night, August 9th. I'm Mark Daniels, and that's your Green and Gold CampCast.